0: everyone. Welcome to Dot Elyon Podcasts. My name is Joel Glick, and I am the director of Dot Elion, Center for Jewish Meditation and Spiritual Training in the Holy City of Jerusalem. We are excited to offer you these podcasts during this period of uncertainty and crisis where everything in our world has been turned upside down. We hope that the podcast will bring strength and inspiration to all of you who are homebound today and help you to stay energized and keep a positive attitude of mind. The topic of today's podcast is The Spiritual Power of Meditation. When I began teaching Jewish meditation in the 1980s, almost no one had ever heard of it. It was the exclusive domain of a small select group of spiritual seekers. But all that has changed. Today, everyone is meditating. It has been embraced by religious leaders, psychologists, scientists, teachers, social workers, Hollywood celebrities, and sports stars. All praise the benefits that meditation brings to our health and well-being. It relaxes the body, brings down heart rate and blood pressure, reduces stress, relieves depression, and balances bipolar tendencies. What an amazing phenomena! Who could ever have man- imagined it? Yet there is a deeper, more spiritual level to meditation that is not part of this new trend. This dimension of meditation is still primarily the focus of religious and mystical practice. The contemplative techniques are seen as spiritual tools that connect us to our, our self, to our soul, to God. I remember many years ago when scientists first began to investigate the nature of meditation, to studies and determine certain truths about how meditation affects our physiological makeup. This friend bought me a series of CDs written by a well-known doctor, or put together by a well-known doctor, that were all about meditation. And these CDs had been produced as a result of a series of studies on Buddhist monks that discovered that when the monks went into different states of modern meditation their brain waves changed, and this set of CDs was created with musics and sounds that would stimulate those stray same wave wave lengths in the listener. And so, with great excitement, I listened to these CDs. And I found as I was listening that, yes, I started to feel more relaxed. My body relaxed, my emotions quieted down, and my mind became still. I maybe even felt a certain sense of inner peace. But after I'd finished listening to the CDs, I felt that something was missing Something wasn't there. I couldn't figure out what it is. And then suddenly it came to me. God, a sense of greater presence, of touching a transcendent reality. That was missing. This was something that the CDs, these music and tapes, could not reproduce. And this deeper spiritual connection and level of meditation is completely about bringing us into that transcendental state by creating and forging connection between ourselves and our soul. This spiritual connection is established through the power of the mind. In fact, connection to our soul is created by linking to the different parts of what we call the mind. Usually all we know about is our lower mind that enables us to analyze and store data, to organize the input from our senses into a concrete, comprehensible whole. Our lower mind is what permits us to negotiate this physical reality. Without it, we'd be lost in our material world. But there is another aspect to our mind. There's our higher mind that interacts with the universe through intuition and direct experience. Our higher mind enables us to negotiate the spiritual realms, to go into our inner reality and touch something greater than ourselves. Now normally these two parts of our consciousness are only minimally connected, but during meditation we work on strengthening the link that binds our higher and lower mind together, so that there forms a active interchange that takes place between these two parts of our consciousness. And each meditation that we do adds another brick to the spiritual bridge that we are building. Each day of practice increases the resonance between our higher and our lower selves. Once this meditative connection is fully stabilized, something extraordinary happens suddenly we can bypass the input of the lower analytical mind and the physical senses and experience life through the higher intuitive mind and soul senses. This enables us to peer beyond the veil of outer appearances to make up the world of names and forms and then touch the divine life and reality that underlies that outer facade. Meditation transforms the way we feel and experience reality. It changes the way we see and perceive our life. Meditation radically shifts our understanding of the world around us. It transforms our understanding of ourselves. Now, meditation not only constructs a bridge between our higher and lower mind, it also creates a vibrant location in consciousness where we can meet with God. This inner building is done using the imaging capacity of our mind. Our mind is always creating images, even though we are often unaware that it is happening. Whole worlds are built in consciousness. We're taking on journeys that move our thoughts and feelings from one experience to another without any control by us. The process goes something like this. I hear a piece of music that reminds me of one of my early dates with my wife Nomi about 45 years ago. I'm afraid that dates be. I remember what she was wearing that day, the surroundings we were sitting in, the conversation we had, the food we ate. We were in one of our favorite Italian restaurants. And as I can almost smell the delicious food that we had, it suddenly takes me off to a little village in the north of Italy where an old friend and I had stopped by the roadside on our travels to have a simple meal of bread, wine, and cheese while we listened to the local music and drank in the beauty of the countryside. And then my thoughts lift me out of northern Italy and drop me in northern India, where I'm suddenly part of a Kirtan singing group that is, walking across a bridge that spans the river Ganges, taking the smells, sights, and sounds of India, as well as the expansive state of consciousness that is created by the music and the chanting. Chanting. This is how our mind works, taking us from one thought, world, and feeling to another, till we are thousands of miles away from where we should be, lost in our mental fantasies. In the case of the above mind journey, I was carried back to wonderful memories. But that is not always the case. Often on these journeys, our thoughts take us to places less uplifting. And most importantly, they take us on random flights of fantasy over which we have no control at all. Learning to control our mind lies at the heart of the work of meditation and prayer. The Voltaire Shemtov used to say we are where we thoughts are. We can be on a beach in the Bahamas, but if our minds thinking about What's going on back in the office? then we never left home. On the other hand, we can be in a disgusting slum in the middle of Calcutta. But if we're thinking of the one we love, then we're in paradise. Nothing touches us at all. So therefore we have to learn how to be masters of our thought. Mastering our thought means controlling our mind. Abi Nachman of Brasov, the grandson of the Baal Shem Tov, teaches that we counter all the gross visual input of our lower imagination by replacing these images with potent spiritual images that attune us instead to the more refined vibration of our higher mind. And that is the sacred space that we build. The space of these spiritual images that become living realities within our consciousness. The sacred space that we've created becomes a valuable refuge for us It becomes a place that we can turn to for comfort and strength whenever we are attacked by fears, worries, and doubts. As soon as we enter into this supernal domain, the power of the soul comes flooding into our consciousness, raising our mind to a different level of reality, while our problems that we were struggling with no longer exist at all. This is because the spiritual illumination from our soul rents asunder the veils of illusion created by our thought patterns and emotional constructs. It empowers us to move beyond the instinctual reactions and explosive outbursts of the body. It enables us to observe our personality as a witness. To open our consciousness to a whole other level of life. There is another more esoteric dimension to the work of meditation that is considered to be its highest fulfillment. In one of his teachings, the Balshemtov speaks of the great souls of the Jewish tradition and by extension of all of humanity, as spiritual pipelines through which the power and light of the higher planes flow into the world. Each realized teacher is a vehicle for one of the ten divine attributes of Sefirot, the building blocks of the universe. Moses embodied the attributes of awe and fearlessness, Yira, his brother Aaron, energy of divine love and grace, chesed. Jacob was the manifestation of spiritual truth and beauty, tiferet. And Joseph was the expression of righteousness and purity, the qualities of the attribute, the foundation, or yesod. However, the Baal Shem Tov explains, this role of divine transmitter is, is not confined to the great souls of humanity. Each of us has the potential to become a spiritual pathway for God's work, an energetic bridge that unites heaven and earth. As I explained earlier during our meditations, we are building a living connection between our higher and our lower mind. This line of connection is called the silver cord or thread in the Kabbalistic tradition. This cord or thread is composed of mental matter. As we practice, our connection expands and strengthens over time. Gradually, what began as a thin thread of consciousness is transformed into a broad spiritual highway that transports the light and energy of the timeless reality down into our world of finite time and space. A fully developed spiritual bridge opens our consciousness to the universal mind of God. This is how the prophets attained their prophetic visions by tapping into the divine awareness using the practice of meditation that was taught in the school of the prophets in ancient Israel. This interconnection is also what enabled them to perform their great miracles channeled the energy of the Shekhinah, the creative force of the universe, through their spiritual body of centers to overturn the natural order of the world. This work is not a solitary endeavor. When we labor in the inner realm, we do not work alone we strive as part of the collective soul of Israel, a vast network of souls in the higher realms, composed of all those who have been part of Israel for the past 4,000 years. This soul forms a great vortex of energy and consciousness that stretches up through all the planes. All the souls in this collective are laboring to bring the divine light down into our material reality, to bring peace and well-being to our troubled world. And we who have incarnated in physical bodies an extension of this tremendous spiritual edifice come to help them fulfill their sacred task. As we meditate on the soul of Israel, we are jarred up into the heart of that magnificent spiritual collective, carried on a current of light and consciousness that sweep us on into the universal soul of all humanity and the infinite expanses of the absolute. After we return to physical awareness, that spiritual power courses through our whole body transforming every part of our being. And it flows out from us through our subtle body of spiritual centers and spreads across the entire world. There are many different levels to meditation practice that cover a wide spectrum of experience and work. Each aspect has its place and purpose. Together they all form a single, united, spiritual whole. On the most basic level, meditation calms the mind, relaxes the body, and steadies our nerves. That is no small accomplishment. These are all wonderful benefits. The other end of the spectrum, meditation is a mighty spiritual force that transforms human beings into divine instruments and spiritual servers, become part of the healing process of our fractured reality and the redemption of our world. Thank you for joining me today. It's been wonderful to be together with you. I hope your mind has been stimulated, your consciousness expanded, and your heart blown wide open. I look forward to sharing this time together with you next week. In the meanwhile, check out our website, dot D-A-A-T-E-L-Y-O-N. And come visit us the next time you are in Jerusalem. Shalom. Peace be with you all.